I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. What really makes looping so effective, that is that it avoids this death spiral that I see salesmen all over the world getting into when they get into the objection handling phase. In other words, here's the basically, you know, the premise. The front half of the sale, right, is, is about collaboration, right? You know, you're on the same side, you're asking questions, you're gathering intelligence, you're making a presentation. The problem starts typically when you ask for the order for the first time, right? And they hit you with an objection and you get into that sort of, you know, back and forth. And I spoke about this, I think it was maybe a week ago or two weeks. I said about, you know, that you're right. You know, you're telling them basically that, you know, that you're right and they're wrong. They should not be objective. They should be buying from you, right? And the idea that, that, that by its very nature, that sort of confrontation breaks rapport. And the beauty of looping is that it avoids that confrontation. It allows you to stay in rapport while you continue to build certainty. But here's the deal. Just never forget that the death spiral I talk about is when the prospect starts hopping from objection to objection to objection. In other words, you know, the prospect says, let me think about it. And then an untrained salesperson or a poorly trained salesperson or a novice salesperson will try to essentially overcome the objection of let me think about it, explain to the prospect why they don't really need to think about it and then ask for the order again. And what will happen in that case is if you did a really great job at overcoming the objection, rebutting the objection, so to speak, right? What will happen? The prospect will simply hop to a new objection. So now the salesperson will answer that objection. And then the prospect will hear the answer and then hop to a new objection. You're answering an objection that was bogus in the first place. So your answer has no impact on the prospect. It would be one thing if the prospect really needed to think about it. If like there was, if they really, if these objections weren't smoke screens, but they're smoke screens for uncertainty. Never forget that object screen, objections are smoke screens for uncertainty. So what allows you to overcome them is not a rebuttal, all the rebuttal does is it gives you the right to speak more. And then you have to loop back into presentation mode. And it's what you say after the rebuttal that wins the day. You get it? In other words, the death spiral I talk about is when it's objection, answer, objection, answer. Because every time you answer objection, ask for the order, you get another objection. That's, that's, it's, it's a joke. It's a waste of time. You're not accomplishing anything. You're never going to close someone by simply answering an objection. That's why I was watching someone who's supposedly a top sales trainer, and it was so ridiculous what they were teaching their, their people on stage. They were, you know, trying to give them answers to objectives and be kind of cute about it, as if that's actually going to make a difference. And it doesn't. In the real world of sales, when you're out in the field, what takes someone from saying, let me think about it, or let me call you back, what takes them to saying, yeah, let's do it, is when you say something about your product or yourself, about the company, that essentially builds the value proposition that makes them more certain that what you're saying, you know, what you have is the best thing since sliced bread, and then you future pace them emotionally 
you hit the emotional aspect of certainty, and bam, then when you ask for the order again, that's why someone buys. They're not going to buy from you because you answer their objection. Listen, you need to have rebuttals to objections. You do. But all a rebuttal does is it simply gives you the right to speak more. That's it. Never forget that. So this is why when you are writing out your scripts, this is why we don't front load a script. Because we need to always make sure that when someone says, let me think about it, we always have one, two, or three more really airtight language patterns, airtight points we can make to change our prospect's mind. If what you do, and I, by the way, I saw a great comment on, on, on the newsfeed the other day. Someone said, yeah, you know, I, actually, I can't believe how well this works. I used to do this. I used to write a script. I'd take all the things in my main script. And then after I was done, I'd be nothing. I'd be, I'd be out of intelligent things to say. So what could I say to change someone's mind? And also, why would the prospect feel good about changing their mind? In other words, by framing your idea, framing your presentation and not front-loading, you make it easy for the prospect to change their mind and feel good about it. You get it? Because they're saying, oh, I, I just heard some more information, new information. Now I see it. Now it makes sense. And then when you ask for the order in the right way, especially if you lower their action threshold, bam, everyone starts to buy. So remember, the power in looping, the power in the, pro in the process lies in the fact of what you say after you either deflect the first objection and then going forward subsequently after you rebut an objection. So you rebut an objection, you then say, let me say this, the true beauty is you build more certainty and then after you've built more certainty for the three tens, that's when you can either lower the action threshold, add on pain or simply ask for the order again and close. The death spiral occurs when you forget that step. When you someone says, you know, let me call you back. And you think that, well, if I can just come up with a really great reason why callbacks don't work or why they shouldn't be calling, if I could somehow convince them of that, they'll buy from me. No, they won't. All they'll do is they'll hop to a new objection. They'll say, it's that, yeah, I, I get that. All right, uh, let me just speak to my wife. They'll, they'll go from let me call you back, let me speak to my wife. That's what happens. So the key here is in strategic preparation Make sure that you have your language patterns, your secondary, tertiary, all right, language patterns written out so you have intelligent things to keep saying about your product, yourself, and your company. And also, you need to know your rebuttals too because your rebuttals give you the right to speak more. That's the difference. So rebutting an objection gives you the right to speak more. And what you say after the rebuttal the language pad, the certainty you create after the rebuttal is what actually changes the prospect's mind and makes them say yes and feel good about it.